everyone. Welcome to Better Hiring, a podcast by Workable. As a marketing manager at Workable, if there was one thing I had to choose as my absolute favorite part of my job, it would be learning from the folks who are challenging the status quo and moving the recruitment industry forward. That's why we're here today. This podcast is a space for the leaders who are driving this progress to share their real, honest experiences in overcoming challenges and moving the hiring industry forward. And of course, to bring you the latest tips, trends, and strategies to help you find a path to better hiring. In this episode, our friend and social media manager over at Bamboo HR, Tyler King, sat down with three CEOs to get their insights on the future workplace. When things go wild in the business world, CEOs inevitably fall into the spotlight. Everyone wants to know what they're thinking and planning, all while they manage what's going on behind the scenes. For instance, during the COVID-19 pandemic, CEOs and business leaders did not only have to prioritize their business continuity and survival, but also envision what the future workplace will look like and start implementing new policies to ensure their businesses keep running smoothly. Alrighty, so I'll start things off by way of introductions. Uh, my name is Tyler King. I am uh, the Senior Social Media Manager here at Bamboo HR. We're an HR software company located here in the U.S. and we focus on small, medium-sized businesses. And our main goal is to set people free to do great work. And then what we'll do now is we'll, we'll introduce you to our panelists and we'll start with Natalia and then just go down the list. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tyler. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Topic topic that is really top of mind for me. Uh, so how are we figuring out the future of work? Uh, I'm Natalia, CEO at Codility. Um, Codility is an evidence-based platform um, that, that helps uh, our customers predict real-life engineering skills of their job candidates and, and actually of their engineering teams. So we're used by any company that wants to scale their engineering team. Very, very happy to be here. I'm Lee Biggins. I uh, am the CEO and co-founder of CD Library. We're the UK's leading independent job board. Um, I'm also the CEO of Resume Library, our sister site, uh, which we're hoping will become one of the number one job boards in the US. Uh, I've been in the market and we founded CD Library in 2000. Uh, we're one of the front runners in bringing ATSs and job boards together to give the job seeker uh, a quality end-to-end experience. Uh, and I'm Nikos. I'm the CEO and co-founder of uh, Workable. Um, Workable provides technology to medium-sized companies around the world to find, evaluate, and hire people. We have helped over 20,000 companies hire more than a million people over the past Years. We'd like to think of ourselves as democratizing uh, hiring and bringing the kind of technology and sophistication that only big companies used to have to a company of any size around the world. So, Nikos, we'll start with you this time. And what are some specific advantages that you have found uh, with Remote First? I'm going to talk to two things, personally for the employee and in terms of productivity. We have experienced like many others actually the productivity not only did not decline i could say it even went up i think that the reason this is happening is that let's face it the of the arrangement of uh, going and trying to you know coexist with a bunch of roommates in an office that somebody else made 
has its disadvantages as well. There is some fluff and there is some distraction, some waste of time. And we all know that companies like ours, due to you know many physical constraints, have open offices. These are not ideal for concentrating uh, into your work. We know it. It's 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 something that we live without. So when you take that away, suddenly I found that I felt I was doing more work and working less at the same time because I could just do work, focus on what mattered. There were fewer distractions. This has been a great thing. Another thing on the personal level, even if between two conference calls you can spend 10 minutes with your children, for your children, those 10 minutes, it's as if you were there for them all day. It makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So there were some nice things uh, in in this direction too. Personally, for many people, this has been an improvement. On the other hand, I don't know if it's the, the office itself, or our habits, traditions, and mental models that we have built uh, around it creates a routine and a physical separation of things. Now I leave the house, I go to work, and I can do work, and I can come back. My, my, my children are not wondering why I'm ignoring them while I'm in the office, but if I ignore them while I'm here, as I'm doing right now, hopefully they haven't showed up yet. <laughs> okay, um, it, it is difficult to explain to a three-year-old uh, so the ability to figure out a work routine and create boundaries when I'm working, when I stop working. I've heard a lot of people who just wouldn't stop working because they were there, they were at home, couldn't get out, they had the computer, what would they do? To be able to regiment your routine and create those boundaries and you know, the meaning between family and work is not easy. And not everybody experienced it the same way. Some people were stuck in a small apartment alone. Somebody had to take care of, um, you know, an older person in their family. Some people had things they had to do and they couldn't and it out of their lives. Other people were two people working and they had to homeschool children. I have spent a lot of time switching on and off the microphone on three-year-olds who do kindergarten through Zoom. Uh, these were not the ideal conditions. What I keep telling our employees who are all, you know, uh, both excited but also curious and anxious about how this is going to, to play out is that remember, you are not experiencing remote work the way it was meant to be. Here in Greece, we had a very strict lockdown, which was good because now we're doing well with the virus. If it was a situation where you, where you can use your evenings to get out of home for your social stuff and you don't get out for, for your work stuff and if you time to set up your arrangement to work at home and you also have the possibility to meet other people in an office or in some other way to, to have physical facilities for other stuff to socialize uh, with other people in the company, maybe it would, you, know, you could make a fantastic mix and um, maybe in a few years we'll consider ourselves the luckiest kinds of professionals in the world that can afford to do this. Uh, but right now, we're all a bit confused <laughs> and try to uh, make things uh, work. Uh, it's fine. We're a startup. Startups are typically confused and try to make things work. So we'll do it with that too. I think remote forces discipline that is a very good thing for business in any circumstances. In the remote setting, it's very clearly to see where we have gaps in uh, in, in maturity of various functions. Uh, so that that has been very helpful. And I feel like 
and the companies that that were um, fully remote companies uh, for the pandemic who were claiming that that remote actually helps them run their companies better. I really think this is not remote per se, but but a forced discipline. A lot of discipline, it forces um, stronger work ethics from everybody. Uh, it forces clarity, uh, which I welcome as well. So that's on the on the remote uh, pros, I guess. Um, it's remote cons, of course, there's a sense of a different different sense of belonging uh, to an organization that we need to foster. I studied how how the remote folks of the past did that. Uh, there was always a, a, some sort of a get together in person uh, at least once a year for everybody for all the all the successful companies. So there is this human nature. We want to belong. We want to we want to make bonds with people. It's way easier to do that um, in a in a face to face physical setting than remotely. Having said that, I personally have a have an amazing experience of building a, a relationship with my mentor, who right now is our chairman, and we met for the first time after five years in person. So we did that all remotely for a very long time. So it's very very possible. Office setting, I think, because to your point, there's there's so much productivity uh, killers uh, in a let's say traditional office situation that uh, that remote removes. Uh, but there is also, I think, in person physical interaction where it really is is amazing. I think is um, ideation phase, creation, um, any sort of workshops to to find um, uh, solutions to problems. That is a little bit more difficult in an in a in a remote setting. Not not impossible though. Again, my big point on this is that it doesn't have to be either or, that we can consciously and thoughtfully manage best workplace and work settings that, uh, that, that take into account positive sides of both. Absolutely. Lee, do you want to jump in? Pros and cons? Yeah. Obviously, uh, they covered quite a few of the, the pros there. For me, there is obviously the clear one, um, and being a business owner is, if you don't have office buildings, uh, you can save quite a great deal of money. It's much cheaper to have people remotely. Individuals will actually save quite a, a lot of money if they're not paying transport costs. And uh, public transport in the UK is pretty expensive, especially into London. Very importantly, if you do have remote, uh, you are going to entertain and encourage remote working. It opens up your talent pool massively because you're not restricted to just the area around the office or close to the office. So I think that's been a big thing for us. And actually we have recruited a couple of remote workers in, in, in the last three months. Work-life balance, they've obviously um, mentioned that, but I think, you know, Cedar Library is a big advocate of work-life balance. And obviously being at home means you can jump straight into your social or your personal routine. However, that can be a disadvantage. I do think people can feel very isolated, especially if they live alone or any with their parents, they're younger. And um, sometimes I think people struggle to find that distinction between working home and switching off. I, I think when people walk out that office door, they sometimes they breathe a sort of sigh of relief and they know it's their, their time. And I think if you're working from home, you can just end up getting carried away and carrying on with projects and, and not realising your time. And, and like you said, uh, the other said, you, you can burn out. Before we all get excited about how everything changes, I think there's still some evolution to happen here. And there's an evolution about what employees are now expecting for their employer. Previously, we had an arrangement with the employer said you're going to spend you know, a third of your life or a quarter of your life in this space with these other people that I get to pick. 
So building a culture and a nice workplace involved a lot of discussion about who are these people, how they're going to socialize. You had to make these people roommates and they had to argue about who sits next to the window and you had to make it in such a way that they can eat something nice in the afternoon. And a lot of companies created, and to be honest with you, we did this too. We were one of those companies with uh, many perks, etc., whatever. And I always felt, on one side, from my side, I felt it was a little bit paternalistic. But what can you do? I mean, you have to engineer the experience and the lifestyle of people working there. And also you have a generation of people who expected somebody to furnish them with a lifestyle. Now this is getting broken apart. And now the employees are asking, I want the company to document its work better, to have better processing, better communication, because these are the things that matter to me. I can sort out my own lunch. I can sit by the window because it's my window. So things that the employer, you know, try to control a lot in order to make it functional are things that the employer might have to step back from because they're going to be less important for employees. And then when we get to that, we'll start asking questions. Well, if it's like that and we organize our work better, do I even care what time you do the work? Not just where. You know, yeah. how do I assess your performance? And if we get to the point where we really are paid for our output of our work, you may have completely different employment relationships sometime in the future, maybe in five or ten years. And they will have to face things like comp was tied to location, and it should be tied to location. It makes sense. If you didn't, you would destabilize well the world economy if suddenly you had a lot of people in the place earning disproportionately from the people around them as well. We will not get to the point where we can uh, address those questions. So this will be a long process of evolution. We would have to be, you know, listen and watch closely and understand what this really means. What the biggest questions out of this are not the ones that I felt were obvious at the beginning. In the beginning, I thought my question was, are we going to hire people in just one location, just remotely or anywhere in the world? And now I'm thinking, what are the new set of responsibilities that establish the relationship and the culture between employees right now? Before, I control them physically. I don't want to control them. I do want to paternalize uh, our employees, it's better for them, but I probably need to do something different from them. That's what I'm struggling with, and I think we won't have an answer for years. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to hit subscribe wherever you are to stay up to date with our new episodes. And in the meantime, head on over to the Workable blog at resources.workable.com and check out our vast resource library. And if you're looking for a better way to hire, just reach out. We'd love to help. 